What's up, everybody? Welcome to another illustrious edition of Regular Guy Wrestle Talk. But today I am not flying solo. Today I have with me Chris Matthews, otherwise known as Chris from North Carolina, G1. Max, what's up, man? What's going on, man? Hey, finally good to talk to you. Finally good to talk some wrestling with you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I know I said we were going to go unscripted on this one, but I thought about it. I got three questions I got to ask you before we get started on this. Number one, when did you become a wrestling fan? Number two, your favorite match. And number three, your favorite performer, male or female? Well, I became a wrestling fan right about the age of two when I saw Ted DiBiase for the first time. I stopped watching because, well, I wasn't really allowed. But then, <laughs> of course, like right around Attitude Era, I picked back up when I wasn't allowed to watch. I used to sneak and watch it. And I missed, and let's be honest, I missed church because of watching wrestling. And plus, I was in school, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, favorite match? Oh, my God. That's like a loaded question. <laughs> um, I have some hard-hitting questions on this show, man. Hard-hitting? <laughs> you ain't lying, bro. Oh, man. Um, I have to go back to it. I have to go back to this. Hardy's. Edge and Christian, Dudley's TLC two WrestleMania X seven. Good choice. Good choice. It's always gonna be my favorite match. That's tag team wrestling at its finest, man. Mm. Can't really can't really go wrong with it. Nah, nah. You're right. You know, favorite. Oh man. Right now. Both well, male right now. I'm gonna have to go with the man who is makes it rain all day, Okada. That that you you can't go wrong with that man. You cannot. Can't. You no. can't, man. You can't. He he's he's absolute. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. If he ain't the number one overall performer in the world. I, I don't know what he is. Uh, right. Uh, what about female? Female. Mm. Uh, I'm going... Uh, right now, I'm going with Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Even, even, after, even after the heel turn. Yeah, even after the heel turn. Makes me love her even more, man. Golly. I forgot that she was a heel on the on the indies before she got to NXT. Mm. Uh because she did a face so good. You know, she, her her and uh Kyrie Sane as Sky Pirates, they were do they were such a good face tag team yeah, that I forgot man. she could be a heel. And now that she is, I'm like, oh, I needed this in my life. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, and plus, and plus, her her in general, I mean, she can just end my pitiful existence just by crushing me with those stars. God bless America. Yeah, you might just have just a little crush on her, just a little bit. 
a, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into what we're going to be talking about today. And it's you and me, just two wrestling fans talking about the state of pro wrestling today. And to me, pro wrestling has never been better. I mean, the indie scene is blowing up. You've got different companies, different promotions doing their very best, putting their best foot forward. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got AEW coming up. We've got, you know, we got WWE still doing its thing, but now we're getting more uh, creative juices going with Heyman and Bischoff coming in. So right now, and not to mention that everything that's going on right now is there's so much content out there that it, it's not just a, a hidden thing. You, If you're a wrestling fan, you can find something that is, you know, up your alley very easily nowadays with all the streaming services and all the – yeah, everything that's available, you know, through podcast or through uh, regular TV or, like I said, streaming. But I wanted to, uh, first of all, I wanted to get you on the show just to talk to you. And second, just to hear your opinions on what you think the state of, res- state of pro wrestling is nowadays. Of course. I'm with you on this one. Wrestling is just, it's just hit, it's hitting on all cylinders right now, man. I mean, yeah, you have. I'm on, of course, I'm on a hiatus when we're on SmackDown, but it still don't mean WWE is still kicking with NXT, NXT mm. UK, and um, of course, the network programming is just, it's, it's going to be there. Yeah. New Japan is killing it right now. I mean, I listened to your G1, G1 breakdown. Oh, my God. To say I'm excited for this G1 is an understate. It's pretty much understatement of the year right now, dude. These blocks are ridiculous. Stat. God, I, I I don't remember a G1 this stacked in recent memory. And you know, New Japan is the king of the tournaments. They you know they put on the best, best tournaments the in best. in. T- the best in wrestling history, man. You got G1, Super Juniors, Super J Cup that's coming up, which I hope I'm gonna do a show on. I'm gonna do a show on that just specifically for Liger because oh, I, want, I want Liger to have that moment before Wrestle Kingdom, right? Right, but yeah, this, uh, but the yeah, G1 is just gonna be ridiculous, and also you got Super Tag League. I mean, World Tag League, you got Super Junior Tag League. It, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, but it's a good ridiculous. And yeah. again, and again, it's not like back in the day where you had just, okay, if you wrestling was on at this time on this channel, and if you missed it, tough luck. Yeah. Now, the, you know, I got two words for you. On demand, oh, and definitely. and everybody is get, getting into it. I looked, I looked at a list, and like Progress has a streaming service, Impact has a streaming service, Rev Pro has a streaming service, New yeah. Japan has a streaming service. I mean, it's 
if you can't get your pro wrestling, something's wrong with you. Because it's available. Just about every wrestling company in existence got a streaming service. I Mm. mean, even the ones that you didn't really know about got a streaming service. I mean, I'm still subscribed to powerslam.tv. I mean, I thought it was going to be a 30-day trial, but oh my god. You got like hundreds upon hundreds of wrestling programs that you can get your fix in even even though WWE is not really in the best shape right now, but yeah. yeah, yeah. You got you got some wrestling Baskin Robbins over there, man. I, I do. Power Slam is killing it, and well, you're right about WWE. The, the, what I look at is in WWE is that they are the biggest, they are the best. That's why we're so critical of them because we expect the best from them. They got the most money. They got supposedly the top talent, and that that's an, that's an arguing point right there, because you know there's no doubt that NXT is their best brand, uh, and NXT UK I would say would be maybe a third behind SmackDown. I could be wrong. That's just my opinion, but just yeah. The, the hiring of Heyman and Bischoff, and I did a show on this this week, I think it's going to bring something new to it. But as talking about the state of pro wrestling, I mean, Queen has used this, and a bunch of other podcasts have used this. It's a, it's a cliched uh, saying, but this is the best time to be a wrestling fan. It just it really is. is. It really is. I mean, it's... I can't you got like two veterans of the wrestling game. They've been around the block. They know what owning the company is. Paul Heyman with ECW, Bischoff, WCW. You got wrestling minds. You got like over X amount of years of wrestling experience in between them. At least 40 years of experience. At least. Yeah, I'm expecting good if not great things and you know they might use some old ideas but put a new twist on it. I don't know it's just going to be their first week so I think we should give them a little bit time to catch up and everything but you know as far as the state of pro wrestling it's not I, I just I can't remember a time where pro wrestling has not been this good and I'm talking about just a board because not only is it readily available to the existing fans, it's getting better and it's getting more and more fans each and every day. More and more fans are getting introduced to it and they're saying, oh, wow, this is something, this is something new. Or, hey, I didn't know this existed. Or, man, I, I've been looking for something like this. You know, and... I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of genre of wrestling you're in, whether it's, you know, strong, strong, strong tag team, Lucha Libre, even hardcore matches. I mean, there's something out there for everybody. And and again, I remember, you know, like you said, you were back there in the Attitude Era and so was I. I mean, it was WCW, WWE. That was it. I mean, and if you were lucky to kit to pick up ECW, maybe 
late at night on some kind of cable access channel. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was it. But I mean, you had two picks really. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's just evolved into such a, instead of, okay, it's just these two big companies and uh, everybody else. And they really don't matter to, Hey, everybody matters. Over 18,000 plus companies making their impact in the world right now. That's crazy. And that's including New Japan. New Japan didn't really get, in my opinion, didn't really get its involvement until about like eh, around, say, like the late 2000s, early 2010s. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, because, you know, they started in, what was it, 72? And they didn't, I mean, it was only broadcast in Japan. I mean, you, you might be able to pick it up if you were on the West Coast, but yeah, yeah maybe. But it's, I mean, like you said, it's blown up to something that is just a wonderful wrestling promotion to watch. It's just, uh, it, it's hard to find something wrong with New Japan, but right. Yeah, you know, every, every not every promotion is perfect. There is no perfect promotion. You know, I mean, I I think for me, just a little nitpick on New Japan. They do way too many multiple multi man tags, but that's just me. That that's just they love their, their they love their multiple man tags. Yeah, I see where you're going, but most, in my opinion, some stories may be built from this multiple tag thing. True. And then again, I get what you're saying. Like a multi-man match, it, it's kind of oh, it's kind of been done. Then again, you got the faction war, like okay. versus an Lij or Bullet Club versus Suzuki Goon. I mean, you got the thing is with faction with those kind of factions, you got multiple players. You got multiple players that can do multiple things. And yeah, you know, you got to have multiple man tags to get all those names in there mm -hmm. and to have your storylines. And I, I'm glad New Japan loves their factions. I, I don't know why Vince doesn't, but <laughs> it's, I, I mean, it, we used to have factions running around WWE all the time. All the time. And now so, it's like, so no, Nation of Domination. Right, the censor, even though I hated the music. Oh, God, I hated those guys. Hated them. I, I, every time I hear the words right to censor, that music goes off in my head and I get a headache. It, uh, if, uh, if you can call it that. No, it wasn't. Jesus Christ. God. Oh, it was so, it was so bad. It was so, but that was the point. That was yeah. the point. That was the point of it. But yeah, I mean, you look at what Impact's doing. You look at what Ring of Honor's doing. Even though Ring of, Ring of Honor is kind of hurting right now, in my opinion, because yeah. yeah. the, the elite left, they left a big hole. It's but you know, you look at what MLW's doing. You look at you you look at what again, what the indie scene is doing. You look at what the British scene is doing. Probably. Progress, Rev Pro, OTT, man, yes. I mean, they are just killing it. 
mean, it's just it's hard to find a company out there that's not doing well. Like I said, you know, Ring of Honor. I want them to you know kind of pick it up a little bit because they need to. But yeah, you know, I don't I don't want them to falter in any way. But yeah, you know, that's 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 a tall order trying to replace those guys. And then you know you got AEW. I mean AEW is just setting the world on fire. I mean we we got yeah, as of this recording we're gonna have Fighter Fest tonight. We got all we got all out coming in uh, coming up. I mean I nearly. I nearly peed my pants when I saw it was Moxley versus Omega. Come on. Come on. Bro, who are you telling, man? Man. Hangman and Jericho for the championship? Come on. And that that belt, look, that belt is sexy. That's a sexy belt, though. That is a sexy belt. That is a sexy damn belt. It's it's like a combination of the Winged Eagle belt and the IWGP Heavyweight Championship belt, man. That's like two of the best belts in existence, bro. Yeah, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. I I still like the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship as my all time, but that's an iconic belt. That is, it is. That is iconic. Yeah. No, no. I mean, and, and even I'll bring up the NWA. I mean. It's a slow build, but it's a good build for them for coming up and, and they're doing things. They're, it's baby steps with them because they want to do it right. And I appreciate right. and respect them for trying to do it just about as perfect as you can and not try to get ahead of themselves, you know? Right. It's a slow, like you said, it's a slow build back to prominence, but it's getting there. It's getting there one match at a time. Oh yeah, and partnerships, the the partnerships they got going on, is is uh doing you know that's going to help them. But I think eventually they will get hopefully their own TV spot. Right. If not anything, maybe they can work out a deal with like the Fight App or, or Bleach Report or something like that, where they can where they can broadcast uh, programs and pay per views. Yeah. But. But yeah, I mean, I as a wrestling fan, looking at the horizon going going forward, I don't see I don't see it, you know, going down anytime soon. As far as the state of pro wrestling, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and get more fans interested and get more fans involved and, you know, social media plays a huge part in that. I mean, wrestling. I mean, uh, unfortunately, on wrestling Twitter, you're gonna have your trolls and you're gonna have bad apples. But that uh, that really hasn't uh, affected the community that's been built upon there uh, so so badly. I mean, I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have met a lot of people that if I didn't get on wrestling Twitter, and we just. I mean, we just had conversations about wrestling. It's a, it's something we're passionate about. It's something that we that connects us that that we can share and say, oh, hey, remember when this happened? Or man, you remember that match? Or dude, you you know what's going on with this this dude or this, you know, or this promotion? And it's it, it's it's a wonderful thing to be a part of nowadays. And 
to share info, to share your feelings on something. But and and to be respectful, of course, because I mean, wrestling touches everybody. I don't I don't care what race, creed, orientation, whatever doesn't matter. Can all be joined together by this weird, wild, wacky sport that we are so passionate about. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. I, it's it's one of those things that. I look at and it gets me excited. I know talking to you on on there, it gets you excited as well. Just to see, Lord, what are they, what are they going to do next? Oh man, and that's the best part about it. You don't know what's going to happen. It's def- it's basically the unpredictability of what's going to happen next in wrestling. I mean, look at what happened with John Moxley in AEW and in New Japan. We never expected John Moxley to even show up in AE. Well, most people didn't really expect John Moxley to show up in AEW. I mean, hell, no. I didn't expect for him to show up in New Japan. But and to be as and to be as IWGP US Champion and enter the G One. Oh my God! I mean, I look at it. I look at it as you know a, a couple of things. Here's, uh, you know, you were on Queen's Court one time, mm-hmm. and and you and her are big comic book fans. I'm a big comic book fan too, and I look at it with John. He's, it's like taking something that's established himself and getting a new twist. It's like when a character, say, let's just take Batman. He's been written by Grant Morrison yeah. for for. All of a all of a sudden, here comes Scott Snyder with a whole new twist on. See, see what I'm getting? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, see, see, we we here, we here, we we on here. Yeah, he did some stuff as Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. but now it's Moxley, and it's a whole new twist on it. It's a whole new animal, and. I, I, for one, he he looks like he's having fun. He looks like he's enjoying it. He's enjoying himself, and that's the main. That's pretty much the main thing that you want from a guy like Moxie, from a guy like a Kenny Omega. You want these guys to enjoy themselves while doing what they while professional while doing professional wrestling. Because if you're not doing it, if you're not doing what you love, there's something wrong. Well, it comes across. In your promos, in your in-ring work, you can tell. We, you know, us fans can tell when somebody is into it and going forward, hundred percent, and then when they're half-assing it. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's but it, I'm like you. I'm excited to for the possibilities mm-hmm. of what going i mean the real fun stuff is going to be happening in october when oh. aew gets the tv deal going oh yeah and, ooh, ooh, ooh. i mean they're they're already hinting at it i think i think at all out they're going to reveal the women's world championship uh, and they may reveal the tag belts i don't know that but they're already hinting like the first show is going to be 
a tag team tournament show where we're going to get into this tag team tournament to crown the tag team champions. And, you know, I love tag team wrestling. I, I grew up with, yeah, I grew up with, you know, Road Warriors, Heart Foundation, uh, the Quebecers, you know, all, all, yeah, <laughs> all those good. Yeah, shout out to PCO who's still wrestling. Bruh. <laughs> what this dude is not human, man. Oh my god. 50 something, what 51, 52 years old and taking those bumps. And craziest shit ever. Like doing cruiserweight moves, man. Like damn, doing doing moonsaults and suicide punches. Dude, and take man. some of the craziest bumps and just get up, and get up, and just brush it off. Like, you just hit me. Yeah, I, 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 I might, I might. He just walking around, screaming, throwing his arm. I'm like, dude, dude. Either you are, either you as tough as shit, or you crazy, or you, you own something. God, I'd, I'd be on the floor. <laughs> And my thumb in my mouth going, ah, I'm done, man. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Like, as soon as I, if I ever got hit in the chair, it hit with that chair, I would have been like, nope. 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 I would have been sitting right at the commentary table, even just just moving my back or hurt. Just be like, oh, my God. What is this? He just hit up with a chair. Oh, my <laughs> My back, my neck, my neck and my back. I feel that from here, man. But just mama mia, what is he made of? Someone please check his DNA. Can you can you imagine Ranello calling a PCO match? We would hear about 15, 15 mama mias and then Nigel on the on the other side, be you know, we hear about 14. Good lord, oh, good lord, good lord, I can't believe it. As a what's the worst Nigel McGinnis impression ever, but good lord, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 not, it's not the best, but it ain't the worst. It with us, it is. But we, I can't, I can't do a British accent to save my life if I ever go. <laughs> I'm. I, I know a couple of dudes, uh, the Russell Thought uh, guys, Man. and I swear I can't. I can't do. I can't. I can't do their accent. They'd kill me if I try to do one. Oh God! Oh, you ain't kidding. You ain't lying. But yeah, I mean, it. You. That's another. That's another thing. I don't think the announcing. That just these little intricate things. The announcing has never been better for wrestling matches. Michael Cole excluded, of course. And, and just sorry, I, I it's like fingernails on a chalkboard with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and great. saying, "Here comes the big dog." About fourteen hundred times, and Roman ain't even on Raw anymore. It, it, if it was a drinking game, and you had to. Take a shot. Every time Michael Cole said, here comes the big dog, you would be dead. Yeah. Yeah. And Graves is t- is trying too hard to be Bobby Heenan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing to be a heel commentator, but yeah. you got to be, you got to, he's overdoing it. 
And poor Renee. Oh, God. Yeah. Poor Renee. She's, yeah. she's out there. She's, she's doing her best. It's, we, have a, we have a saying in the South, and you are familiar with this. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Yeah. I mean, then you, then you get to then you get to NXT and you have Morrow, you got Nigel. Beth is not bad. She's not bad. Uh, she's not bad. She's not she's not bad. But then <clears throat> you get over to New Japan and then you got Kevin Kelly and uh Don Callis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I okay. I, I'm okay with that, but uh, I don't know how much MLW have you watched. I watched a good amount of MLW. I'm sorry, I, I can't remember the dude's name, but him and Jim Cornette—that's a pretty good team. They do a pretty good job. All I think, all I can think of his name is he used to be on NXT. He used to go be on NXT with like Rich Brennan, I think. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, then you got, you know, Riccoboni and whoever's filling in for Colt on Ring of Honor. And, yeah, I mean, it, it – granted, on Double or Nothing, the announced team, it was too much. Try to get four or five people on that, in that booth, you know, that's too much. I think it just needs to be maybe Jim Ross and Excalibur, and that's it. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that – hopefully they go back – Watch double or nothing. Say okay, we need to fix this and this and this. Which I think they will, because that's one thing that I think WWE and AEW is going to be having in common going forward. Is that with Heyman and Bischoff coming in, I think they're going to be uh, letting or at least trying to get some of the talent to do their own stuff, be their own creative, or at least contribute more. And I know. I know AEW is going to be very, very heavy in letting talent do their own stuff because definitely, I mean, the bosses are the performers. So the only thing with WWE is I know Vince is going to still micromanage everything. It's like everything. And not like the everything from OVE, but everything. I mean, geez. Thing from from like even the way they cut their hair, dude. Just like even the way they just even just blurt out one word, Vince is gonna be like, no, 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 that's not that's good not good shit. shit. No. That's not good shit. Let me tell you, what's good shit. You're gonna take this and you're gonna take a gas mask and you're gonna go out there and have shots in your butt. That's good shit. Uh, also, pooper scooper. I want to go around LA with a pooper scooper. It's good shit. It's you. It's what you do. That does one thing. I was on Moxley's side with this. You know, for one thing, he fulfilled his contract. He did everything they asked him yeah. to do. He, you know, they did. He didn't, you know, skip on anything or nothing. If he's fulfilled his contract and he don't want to stay, let him go. Right. That's what I'm saying. The same thing with Luke Harper. Same thing with Sasha. Same thing with, with everybody. If if they're not happy, but they have fulfilled their previous contract, let them go. Because you have got a whole plethora of talent. For one, coming into the PC and wanting to get a shot at that spot that's open. Yeah. 
And then you got all the NXT talent. You got, you know, you got all the guys in catering chasing around our truth with that ugly 24 seven title as the God awful ugliest belt I ever seen in my life, but it is the best thing watching on WWE programming right now. Oh man, you ain't lying. God. Our truth is basically the best thing in WWE. Well, main roster WWE right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean he's taking such an ugly belt and just ran. And just, it's like he did what Dusty said. Dusty said, "If you yeah. got a promo, just do it to the best of your ability. Work it like you own it." And he's done that. He yeah. he has. He truly has. If it wasn't for our truth, this belt, this whole concept, it'd be dead. It would be they right. they'd have canceled it. They just what happened to that twenty four seven time? I don't know. I, the WWE got too many belts anyway. I got I got I'm gonna do a show on that later on because it's just mm, it drives me nuts. Twenty plus belts. And there's no need. For yeah, that. there is no need. twenty plus belts. Anyway, that's a podcast from a, for another time. But yeah, it. We're going back and forth with all these different topics, but again, this is what the state of pro wrestling does to pro wrestling fans. We get on these different topics and different promotions, and we get excited about it because, again, it's that time. It we're living in that time as pro wrestling fans that we can get excited, that we can talk about everything, the different promotions and the and the different angles and. Stuff. And performers, and you were talking about, you know, again, it's just one of those things that, you know, it it's like we are living in a Super Bowl week all the time. Right. I mean, it's not the actual Super Bowl, but it's you know, it's the anticipation of okay, what's going to happen this week in pro wrestling? What's this promotion going to do? What's this performer going to do? I mean, everybody was just going back and forth with Osprey and Rollins this past week. I mean, just going back and forth. And I'm like, this is awesome. When, when, I mean, you couldn't do this back in 99. Social media wasn't around. You know, these dudes were probably, uh, hell, I don't even know how, how old Rollins and Osprey were, were at the time, but they're back and forth. And, Queen has said this, and I wholeheartedly agree with her. The the more pro wrestling is out there, the better it is for the fans because that you know we win, we ultimately win. It's uh, and I mean again, it's hard to put into words what it is, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful state of pro wrestling that we're living in. Don't leave me hanging. Don't you know, just say something else. Hell, Wait, I mean, there, there is no time limit on this match. Okay, I'm just over here agreeing with you. Yeah, okay. I you know. I didn't mean to jump on you. Some of the best matches have no time limit, bro. I mean, look at Okada Omega at Dominion last year, man. Dude, I just watched. I just watched. From, I just watched Dominion from this year. Dude, that was a show. Dude. Man, the show. 
That was a good. That was a good. That was a rock solid show. Was Dominion? Yeah, and that you know, you bring we bring that up. Chris Jericho. I mean, it, he's pushing fifty, and yet he's still on the cutting edge. And, oh, I mean, I mean it, but yeah, it, it's just. It's crazy, right? It's a good kind of crazy. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful kind of crazy. And I know a bunch of us, I mean, a bunch of us do wrestling podcasts and we follow a whole bunch of wrestling and and, all that and it's kind of hard to keep up with, but it's a good, but it's that good kind of hard to keep up with, you know? Exactly. It's it's there. It's it's like you're not really you kind of not really getting tired of wrestling, but it's your own pretty much your only source of entertainment. That's all. You don't get tired of it, but then it's like, give me more, please, and just don't yep. listen to my things like right now. Yeah. Well, again, you know, you get it, it, it's um, you can get tired of a certain promotion or a certain uh, genre. Well, okay, go over here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you tired of watching WWE? Go over here. It's like when you and Queen have been on a podcast before. You but you've been on Queen's court as if I you you basically said if there's one you don't like one, there's another one over here. You don't like WWE, you got New Japan. You don't like New Japan, you got Impact. You don't like Impact, you got ROH and so on and so on, man. You do you, you got you got a whole bunch of wrestling flavors, man. You don't have to stick No, no. It, that's that's one thing that uh you know I, I've met so many people that have been accepting of how I watch pro wrestling. You know, like, hey, he watches several different promotions. Okay, that's cool. I just don't get why. There are some people out there that draw a line in the sand and say, oh, no, if you don't watch this promotion, you're not a real wrestling fan. What? If you don't like wrestling, you are not a real wrestling fan. I mean, there really is such thing as a quote-unquote real wrestling fan because you don't like one promotion. I mean, that's, that's that's a whole block of bullshit. You, you like this. You like, you like this wrestling? Go! You like WWE? That's fine. If only WWE. That's you like it. You do you. I know a bunch of. I know about four or five guys. Huge Brock Lesnar fans. I think Brock Lesnar is a human dumpster fire. I can't stand him. But I'm not going to attack them for being Brock Lesnar fans. Right. They want to. They want to root for Brock Lesnar. Okay. That's cool. I'm not gonna, but hey, y'all, y'all do y'all, y'all be y'all be cool with it. Hey, the Brocky boombox that was entertaining. Yeah, it, was. it it was, but but you know, if y'all are fans of him, that's all right. But I have seen, I have read tweets, and it's and it's on Twitter. Uh, all this negativity. Um, I've read tweets from other people to these guys 
that just attack them for being Brock Lesnar fans. I'm like, why? Why? I mean, okay, so you don't like the Brock Lesnar? Okay, a lot of people don't like Brock Lesnar. But you don't attack somebody for liking the guy. If they support him, okay, that's their personal choice. And if somebody is going to watch AEW and independent wrestling only, okay, that's their personal choice. Like you said, if you're going to watch WWE and WWE only, okay, that's fine. If that's how you get down with wrestling, okay. Like you said, the only true uh, non-wrestling fans are the ones that don't watch. Right. And, and there, I mean, there is no right or wrong way to watch pro wrestling. There is not. Uh, there's no right or wrong genre. There's no right or wrong promotion. You like what you like. Right. I mean, you know, but don't try to force what you need. Don't try to force us to go along with your opinion of this. Let us form our own opinion. If we think WWE is bad, then yeah, we're going to call it out. We love WWE. We grew up with WWE. But that still don't mean we don't like the stuff that they're doing. We call, we have to call them out. Yeah. Call them out well, I mean, uh, call them out on the BS. We're, every promotion, like I said, there is no perfect promotion. AEW messed up mm-hmm. during WWE. Yeah. AEW is going to have mess ups. MLW is going to have mess up. Impact's going to be messed up. There's no, there, there is just no perfect promotion. But it, apparently, there, there's fans out there that put them on a high pedestal. And again, you want to be a fan of this promotion? That's cool. There's no problem with that. But when you try to make them oh so perfect, I'm like no 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 no. There is no perfect promotion. Okay, there is there isn't, and if you're a fan of them, great, but don't be so blinded by the mistakes that they're gonna make. Oh yeah, because they're they're gonna do something they ain't gonna sit right with. And if you try to just say, mm, "Oh, I'm I'm a fan," I'm just not gonna say anything. No, 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 no. No, you need you need to speak up. That way they can say, oh, okay, this uh, we don't need to do this anymore. Because if they're any kind of solid promotion, they're gonna listen to their fans mm-hmm. and they're gonna and they're gonna like, oh, okay, this worked, this worked, this didn't. We need to stop doing that altogether. We just need to eh, just get that out of the way. Right. Oh. Going back to what you said about the you not liking Brock Lesnar, I mean. I don't like him either. I don't like Alexa Bliss. I don't like Lacey Evans. I can't see. I mean, their characters aren't my cup of tea. I cannot stand mm-hmm. the B-I-T-C-H character. The, the bitchy character that Alexa Bliss played. And I can't stand mm-hmm. the whole, you know, bring in the whole 1950s women flapper, whatever, whatever era that Lacey Evans <laughs> was in. Whatever era, whatever era her, her, um, her gear is in, is inspired by. I don't care this whole sassy Southern Belle, blah 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 blah. I don't care, but I'm not gonna attack anybody else that does. You like it? You like Lacey Evans? You do you? It's all about respecting each other 
in the community and in the fandom that we got going on here. Because if we do that, we can build a better one and we can, you know, we can actually get, you know, not be hateful toward each other. I know hate's a very strong word, but it really is what I see every, you know, not every single day, but most of the time. And for the state of wrestling to continue to progress forward, we don't need to be doing none of that silly nonsense. It's that's exactly what it is. It's just nonsense. So there's different opinions out there. Different opinions make for good conversation. Right. And you can be respectful towards each other while being, you know, okay, look, I got my opinion. You got your opinion may not jive, may not mesh up, but Hey, I respect yours. You respect mine. We can have a decent, we can have a decent, you know, conversation about it and not attack each other. Exactly. You know, instead, you know, instead of like, if somebody wore a WWE short uh, shirt to a AEW event, then man, he get his ass kicked. He, I mean, he wouldn't, he wouldn't make it out of the building. Oh no. It doesn't need need to be, it doesn't need to be that way. No, it doesn't. It really, so they do. So they do with the WWE shirt. You know, is if he's close to the ring, he'll get called out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I saw Cody, whenever the one got wearing a Dean Ambrose shirt, I'm like, okay, all right, but yeah. okay, that's that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I would. I got a bucket list. I would like to go over to Japan and see a new Japan show in Japan, either Dominion or Wrestle Kingdom, just to, just to check it off my list. Right. That was just, I mean, those shows are just over the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind going to see a progress show or some British and, yeah, if I had all the money in the world, that's all I would do. I'd go to different towns. Just okay, this this promotion's over here. This promotion's over here. Just go across the world and just look at wrestling. For like, yeah, for like. yeah, uh, yeah. While trying to absorb some culture and try to get my you know my my ass a little bit more sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, true. That's yeah, so but yeah, I mean. Before we kind of wrap this up a little bit, and this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for being on here. But um, uh, going forward, uh, I know we've kind of touched on this already, but going forward, what do you think? I mean, what what's the horizon? What's the uh, what's the future of pro wrestling look to you? Man, the future's bright. The way that the way that wrestling is going on right now, some of the matches that they have that's going on right now, and the wrestlers that are evolving. I mean, there is no nobody's a set type anymore. You got big guys doing cruiserweight moves. You got cruiserweights doing power moves. Hybrid wrestlers, everybody on the rise, man. It's just it's booming. It's on the rise. It is bright. The future's bright. It's gonna be crazy for two thousand rest of two thousand nineteen going on into two thousand twenty and beyond, man. 
If I could do half the moves Jeff Cobb can do, I'd be a superstar. <laughs> Bro, who you ta- who are you telling? If I could do half the moves of the damn War Raiders, I'd be all right, man. God. I, I think I can match them as in pant size. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You are absolutely right. Especially my boy Hanson, bro. Oh man! Oh my God, dude! I I I I look at him like, okay, did he wash his beard today? If he washed his beard, he's gonna be all right. If he didn't, somebody somebody is gonna be stinking it up about midway through the match, and he's gonna rub that beard in somebody's face, and it just they're gonna go into a coma. Yeah, just from the just from the stank beard. Yeah, you got crumbs from. Miss from like years ago, like three or four hero sandwiches and like half a pepperoni, and maybe even like half a pepperoni pizza crust up in there or something, man. There's a bird nest going in there somewhere. Exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if you see you hear some go tweet tweet during a match. Yeah. Oh, that's my little bird, Charlie. Don't worry about him. When the match is going on, he he, he just tucks. But I say, if you you feel something pecking, know that it's not me. Yeah, it's not me, man. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Well, man, thank you so much for for doing this. I appreciate it. Uh, let the people know where they can find you and where they can interact with you. You can find me on Twitter at black underscore baymax eight. You may, if you see that name, if that name is familiar to you. I'm the guy who does all the edits of wrestlers and banners and all that good stuff. Yeah, you did a great job on the DYWTSB artwork. We thank you so much. It was killer. Man, I appreciate it. Yeah, I still I still got to get you ideas for the T-shirt, and I, st- I got to get a banner from you because you I see your artwork, and, man, you are you, – you, you knock a more like artist. <laughs> yeah, seriously, good job. It's good stuff, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. Well, man, again, thank you so much for coming on here to Regular Guy Wrestle Talk. Um, you can find this episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find this on the DYWTSB Podbean feed. And you can find me at Lustrous G40 if you want to hit me back on anything. Uh, you got anything else to say? Anything to add before we get out of here, man? Um, well, until, you know, you probably see me on Twitter. Until next time, you do the loop-de-loop and pull, and your shoes are looking cool. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been an a exciting uh, episode Thank you to Chris and be kind to one another, y'all, and support each other in our mutual love of pro wrestling. Uh, Chris, good talking to you. We'll see you later. All right, man. Later, man. All right. See you.